I want to begin by uh, reading what I posted on the Deep River Friends Facebook page on a Saturday morning. And these were just some words that came to me uh, actually Saturday morning, and I felt like they were important to share. And I titled them Reflections on Reopening and Patience. And I want to read these just so I make sure that I uh, capture them with the thoughts that uh, I'd intended. Deep River Friends is 266 years old. In fact, we have been in our present location for 266 years. That's a long time. And think about all the history that has happened around Deep River Friends in those 266 years. The Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the flu pandemic of 1918, the Great Depression, the Great Recession, World War I and World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, 9-11, the war in Iraq, the Civil Rights Movement, desegregation, uh, 45 presidents and 45 administration changes, local and regional changes, the coronavirus pandemic of 2020. I could prob probably go on, and you could probably think of a lot more, but the main point being is Deep River Friends has withstood a lot of changes over its 266 years. Sometimes it's affected us directly. Other times it's been part of what has happened around us and within our world. Regardless, though, of where it's happened, it's 2020, and we're still here. And we're still seeking to serve our community and to make God's love real, which is why in this moment, patience is our best friend. I know how much folks want to gather again for worship, and trust me, your pastoral minister would love nothing more than to gather with you and worship together in the presence of one another and our beloved meeting house. But back in March, we entered this pandemic of which there were no playbooks and no manuals. We have literally relied on the best information available, the extremely capable leadership of Deep River Friends folks, and the wisdom of God. And I'm so grateful for your graciousness and patience, which is why I'm going to ask for just a bit more patience. Deep River Friends is presently and currently in a discernment process. Many of you participated in our survey, and we thank you for sharing your thoughts. And Ministry and Council will be meeting this Tuesday, May 26, and prayerfully reflect on your input, as well as take into consideration best practices for safety and health. As a whole, our meeting will listen deeply to God's guidance and wisdom, and through the whole process, our intent is to discern a way forward that will both serve the spiritual needs of our faith community, as well as the needs of the community in which we live. And through all of this, we've never stopped being a Quaker faith community. We've simply adapted how we worship and minister given all the challenges. And we will continue to adapt, learn, grow, thrive, and flourish. And I believe that because I trust that this is what God wants for Deep River Friends Meeting and for all communities of faith, I believe this will happen. For as we flourish, so does our community. And as our community flourishes, so do we. It's in a partnership with the community in which we live. So I ask for your prayers. I ask for your prayers for our meeting. I ask for your prayers for a ministry and council and our monthly meeting for business and for your continued engagement in the process. If we're going to discern a way forward, we all need to be engaged in the process. So I thank you for your patience and thank you for your partnership. Now that's what I posted on our Facebook page on Saturday morning. I want to read now a passage from uh, the letter to the Philippians, uh, written by the Apostle Paul. First chapter, Philippians 1, 1 through 11. From Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus, 
to all those in Philippi who are God's people in Christ Jesus, along with your supervisors and servants. And may the grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. I thank my God every time I mention you in my prayers. I'm thankful for all of you every time I pray, and it's always a prayer full of joy. I'm glad because of the way you have been my partners in the ministry of the gospel from the time you first believed it until now. I'm sure about this. The one who started a good work in you will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Christ Jesus. I have good reason to think this way about all of you because I keep you in my heart. You are all my partners in God's grace, both during my time in prison and in the defense and support of the gospel. God is my witness that I feel affection for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love might become even more and more rich with knowledge and all kinds of insight. And I pray this so that you'll be able to decide what really matters and so, you'll be, and so you will be sincere and blameless on the day of Christ. I pray that you will then be filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes from Jesus Christ, in order to give glory and praise to God. I can say with all sincerity that verse 3 certainly speaks my heart. I thank my God every time I mention you in my prayers. That is you, Deep River Friends Meeting. And I'm thankful for all of you every time I pray, and it's always a prayer full of joy. And as we go through, or as I go through this message, um, there's three words that I want to relate uh, to this short passage from, from Philippians, and I want to also connect Paul's words with my Facebook post that I started with. And these three words are simply partnership, process, and prayer. Let's begin with partnership. So Paul is grateful. Paul is grateful for the way the Philippians have been partners with him in this ministry of the gospel. And for Paul recognizes that this has not been an individual effort. The ministry of the gospel, to use Paul's words, is something Paul sees them doing together in partnership with one another and with God. In that short piece for the meeting's Facebook page that I wrote, I referenced our 266-year history. And I feel, really feel, that we are in partnership with those who have gone before us. We are in partnership with those who are presently with us, and we are in partnership with those who will come after us. Even though we don't know who they will be, we're in partnership with them. The ministry of the gospel is not something that's done as individuals or in isolation. It's offered in partnership with God, with one another, with our history, and with our future. And I think this ministry of the gospel, again, to use Paul's phrase, shows up in all the ways we seek to make God's love real, both with one another and within our surrounding community and neighborhood. This is really our calling. When I say our, I say a local meeting, a local fellowship, a local congregation, a local church. This is really our calling, to offer the ministry of the gospel. And we do it in partnership with each other. We do it in partnership with all of those that have come before us and have laid the foundation and have been faithful to this ministry of the gospel. We do it with those who we don't even know yet, for those who are in the future, because we hope and pray that what we're doing now will build a sustainable future for a Deeper for Friends meeting, and not only for the meeting, but for the surrounding community and the surrounding neighborhood. So we are in partnership with all of these folks and all of these friends and, 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 and all of these generations. And we're also in partnership with God. 
um, Trevor Hudson, uh, one of my uh, favorite uh, pastors and authors, uh, United Methodist pastor, offers these words, quote, we are not on earth by accident or mistake or chance. There are no illegitimate children in this world. We are here because God wants us here. And I want to just stop and underscore that phrase. We are here because God wants us here. I believe that about Deep River Friends Meeting. I believe that about me, and I believe that about you. We are here on this earth because God wants us here. And because of that, God will sustain us. Trevor goes on to write, We have been desired into life. Our very existence embodies God's passionate longing for our friendship. And because we have been made in the image of a relational God, we are divinely designed for relationship. We have been made by love, in love, to love. We are wired for friendship, both human and divine. And this is why we experience our most painful heartache and heartbreak in times of loneliness. But I offer good news. In that dark, lonely space, God comes looking for us, calling out for our friendship and our partnership. We are the religious society of friends. That's what early Quakers were called. Friends is a partnership word. We are friendship with one another, and we are in partnership with one another. We are in friendship with God, and we are in partnership with God, and with our history, and with our future. So if there's anything that I can underscore in this first word is that we are doing this all in partnership. As Paul says, he rejoices over the partnership of the Philippians. And we are here for a purpose. We are here for a reason. And I believe that God is going to keep us here for a purpose, and God is going to keep us here for a reason. And if that's the case, then um, I think we can afford to take some time to discern what we need to do and how we need to be. The two or three months that we have been out is just a small fraction of time in a 266-year-old history. It's been a hard time, but it's just a small fraction of time. And so let's be in partnership with each other. Let's be in partnership with God. Let's be in partnership with our community that is trying to do the best thing it can in terms of moving forward in health and safety. A second word that I offered is process. Life is a process. Spiritual life is a process. That's why we refer to the spiritual life as a journey at times. Discernment is a process. And to say that something is a process means that it involves a series of steps, a series of actions, and a series of experiences. It doesn't happen all at once. But in the process, we learn, and you learn, and I learn both from our past, we grow in the present, and we prepare ourselves for the future. Again, Deep River Friends Meeting has been a 266-year process, and over those years, it's had its seasons, both good and both challenging, but it's built on its previous years, and it listens to God in the present and looks to how it can act faithfully in the present in order to provide for a fruitful future, and that's what we're doing right now. And our lives, our lives are a process. And much like our own meeting, much like Deep River Friends meeting, we each have a personal history. We each have a personal present, and we each have a personal future. And like Deep River Friends, our lives, they've had good seasons, and our lives have had challenging seasons. But one of the things that I know we can trust is that in, in all of the seasons of our life, whether as a fellowship, whether as individuals, God is in all of those seasons. And and here's what I want us to remember from Paul's words to the Philippians. He writes this, quote, I'm sure about this. The one who started a good work in you 
will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, God has started a very good work in all of us. From the day that you and I were born, God started this very good work. From the very moment that Deep River Friends got started, God started this good work. And God will make sure the job gets done within us and within our fellowship. I'm sure you've had those moments where you've hired someone or you've had someone come work on something at your house or some project, and they started the job, but then they left and never came back and never came back, and you had to call them, and you wondered if they were going to ever get the job done or complete the job. Maybe you've known someone like that. Uh, it's frustrating. Uh, it creates uncertainty, and you don't know if there's ever going to be a completion, if there's ever a goal, if, if there's ever going to be any um, intention to this. Well, what Paul reminds the Philippians and what Paul reminds us is that the good work that God has started in us, the good work that God has started in us through Deep River Friends, God will stay with it and complete the job. So maybe this discernment process we're in is all about that, that we're continuing this good work that God has started. And God is going to help us through this discernment process because God has a good work to continue in us. And as for us individually, uh, maybe we do have some kind of personal history. Maybe the personal history we have isn't something we're proud of. Maybe the personal history we have um, has some mistakes and failures. Maybe the personal history we have uh, has some woundedness, has pain in it, has brokenness in it. Again, we all have a personal history that we bring into the present and will take us into the future. And so what we know is even in our own history, our own personal history, God is... God has started a good work within each of us, within you and I, to heal our history, to heal our brokenness, to heal us in the present so that as we move into the future, we become the kind of whole people that we need to be, the healed people that we need to be. Now, life is a process. The spiritual journey is a process. And both as a meeting, as an individuals, we're in a process right now. And the final word uh, that I mentioned is prayer. And Paul offers these words to the Philippians uh, in the passage that I read. Quote, this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best. You know, I've often heard the phrase, quote, the good is often the enemy of the best. In other words, there's a lot of good things we can do, but what is the best thing that we can do? There's a lot of good things we can do as Deep River Friends meeting, but what is the best thing we can do? That's always an issue of discernment, whether it's for our own personal journey, whether it's for our own life as a meeting. With all the good things that we can do, with all the good choices we can make, what is the best thing we can do? What is the best that we can be? What is the best that we can be about? And Paul writes, this is my prayer that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best. And this is my prayer, and I hope this can be our prayer, that our love may overflow more and more with knowledge and insight to help us determine what is best for Deep River Friends Meeting, what is best for our fellowship, and what is best for our lives. You know, the deeper we fall in love with God, the more we practice love for one another, the more I believe we will be filled with the necessary knowledge and insight to know what is the best course of action we can take for Deep River Friends meeting. And again, this is true for our own spiritual journey as well. The deeper we love God, the closer we come to God, the more we fall in love with God, I believe we will be able to determine and discern 
what is the best way for us to show up each day in life to live our best life in partnership with God? Because this is the good work that God wants to continue in each one of us, is to help us live at our best in the best way possible. The Quaker Douglas Steer writes probably what is one of my most favorite definitions of prayer. And this is what uh, he offers. Quote, to live the life of prayer means to emerge from my drowse, to awaken to the communing, guiding, healing, clarifying, and transforming current of God's Holy Spirit in which I am immersed. For me, what that means is prayer is simply being immersed every day in God's presence. It's being immersed every moment in God's presence. It's being immersed in God's presence and being aware of that so much that I know that God is at work in me. God is at work in you. God is at work in us to help us to to discern and determine and to decide what is best. And in all of this, God is working in partnership with you. God is working in partnership with me. And God is working in partnership with us to help us flourish, to help us be faithful, to help us keep moving forward in the best way possible. There is a prayer uh, by a bishop from Geneva, St. Francis de Sales. Uh, Dates back to the 15-1600s. But I want to offer this prayer in closing. Do not look forward in fear to the changes and chances of this life. Rather, look to them with full confidence that, as they arise, God, to whom you belong, will in his love enable you to profit by them. He has guided you thus far in life, and he will lead you safely through all trials. And when you cannot stand it, God will bury you in his arms. Do not fear what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you then and every day. He will either shield you from suffering or will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then, and put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. Amen.